Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Green all by himself. 20, 10, touchdown. 98 yards and a Lambo leap. Here is your host, Amon Green. What's up? Welcome to the Mind Green Show. I'm your host, Mind Green. What's up, Harrison on the one for two Lincoln? Doing good. You can imagine the news in Lincoln right now sitting an all-time oh, yeah. high. Uh, old school yeah. got lucky for their show. They hit, they hit some pretty unreal numbers. Obviously, the big commitment. Uh, but I'm on Green. I'll, I'll let you oh. go ahead and break it to oh. anyone who might have not knows. But Dylan Rayola flipped to Nebraska, the five-star. Yeah. We got him. Pulled him out of Georgia. Um, interesting. We kind of talked about what could have led to that, but nonetheless, kudos to Nebraska. Yeah, absolutely. Good and bad this weekend. Hey, I had a conversation with, 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 uh, with Dylan on, uh, on Saturday when he came in. So I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> I had a good conversation. It was him. Uh, it was Alex Fernandez, uh, Fernando from, uh, you know, J school that does recruiting for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told me, he said, Hey, guess who I'm recruiting tomorrow? I'm like, Ooh. And he said, Dylan, I'm like, sweet. I said, give me a call. I said, when you have him, give me a call, please. And he did. He called me around 1230, quarter to one on Saturday. And I had a quick conversation. I just explained it, you know, talked to him uh, about, you know, my time, you know, coming in on. And as a freshman, you know, so I went back to freshman. I haven't talked about because I was, you know, we didn't have transfer portal. We didn't have none of this going on. Um, So I just referred to in my decision making process. And I said to him. Just real, I mean, which was facts. I mean, like I said, when I always had a host, when I was a host uh, as a player, all my players that I hosted came to Nebraska. Joe Walker, uh, Carell Buckalter, um, and D'Angelo Evans, batting a thousand. So, because I what I what I learned from my my experience as a as a recruit was, I'd rather hear the truth than hear what you want to tell what, what I want to hear that sounds great. Right. Don't sell me. Don't be a used cars man, mm-hmm. car salesman, and just try to sell me on something that sounds great. What's up, clone in the chat? Um, so that's how I kept it real with with all those guys and and Dylan and um the kid, the running back from Texas that committed back in the spring, uh Kiwan. Mm-hmm. Um Lacey. Kiwan Lacey. Kiwan Lacey. Same thing. I just said I said, look, I said my freshman year, I was the last scholarship. I said this to Dylan. So I was the last scholarship signed to nebraska coach osborne coach solich kept a scholarship for me because i really didn't know where i wanted to go it was a toss-up between university of nebraska and university of arizona and if you remember at that time well you won't (laughs) (laughs) you were not born (laughs) but for anybody above 40 will know this at that time nebraska was ranked number one in the 94 season and Arizona was also ranked number two at some point during the season because of their defense. They had a, they, their defense nickname. We had the black shirts. Mm-hmm. They were Desert Swarm defense. They had Teddy Bruschi. They had uh, a kid by uh, a safety by last name by Spur, Spurlock. Charlie Camp was another linebacker. So, yeah, Teddy Bruschi and Char, Charlie Camp, that were all Big 12, Pac-12 linebackers at that time. And took my visit there had a fantastic visit it, it, with the wildcats same thing in lincoln it was like you know most of the guys i knew i knew clinton from high school 
Damon Benning from the area, other people that was sprinkling on, on the roster from Omaha mm-hmm. and some of the uh, out neighboring schools. So I just told him the story, told Dylan the story, said, hey, you know, it came down to the fact that for me anyway, because it might be different for you in your decision making process. I said, but for me, it came, it came down to basically family. And he had mentioned that right before I told the story. He said, hey, man, it's something about, you know, you know, I got it feels real good and something. He said, I'm real close to my family. And I knew that I knew Don, I've been knowing Donovan since he was a freshman. So I know that he's real close with, you know, with Donovan, his mom and dad. And so mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, that the way the family goes, that's how it is. Very tight a bunch of uh, crew there. And so I said, look, it basically boiled down to family, not knowing that he was going to even say that. So I just said my story and said, hey, boil down to that last moment. I'm sitting in um, the Douglas County Hospital because my dad had a heart attack. He, he was OK, though. He was in recovery. And but at that moment, we're sitting in the family room watching Nebraska beat Miami in the 1995 Orange Bowl. And I was like, you know, it just clicked. The, the switch just flipped and said, you know what? This is it. This is where I need to be, because if things go down, I'm only 50 miles from home. I'm, I'm an hour, less than an hour drive that I could get to my house, my brother's house, cousins, friends, whatever, whoever that I went to high school with and close family, friends and stuff. So I won't have to worry about jumping on an airplane. Mm-hmm. And he, and he, you know, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I'm glad I had the opportunity to talk to him. Yeah, I'm um, glad you did too. Uh, talking so, about the family thing, you know, I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to say you sold it, but uh, I'm sure your opinion matters. Obviously, your guy who's done it at Nebraska, done it in the NFL. So your yeah. your story, what you're saying, is always going to have some sort of credit to any of those D1 athletes looking, or I should say, high school athletes looking to go D1. Uh, but yeah. yeah, just just incredible. And again, Sutter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. If you guys want to join in, give us your thoughts. You know, at one point we're looking, we might have two five-star QBs. Of course, Common Core decides to go to Syracuse. He commits there. Good luck to him. Daniel Kalen, uh, lucky for a while there. It looks shady that he might be going elsewhere. Cancels his visit to Michigan State. Looks like he's still locked in as well. So now you got Kalen, you got Dylan Rayola, obviously, um, and then you got Purdy. You know, I don't want to forget about Purdy, but all of a sudden that quarterback room that was looking with a, with a lot of question marks to say the Jeez. least. Yeah, now we're looking like we got a deep locker room. Um, And again, it's just incredible. Uh, We do have a unknown texter saying, I have a Dom story. Can I call in? I'll tell you what, if we got Austin behind us. I got a Dom story too. Okay, yeah, feel free to call in. But but let's hear hear your story. Because again, this is just groundbreaking to get a, you know, a player of that caliber when we're the last power five to go bowling. You got to give Matt Rule and the staff some serious credit. Yeah, so my junior year, he was a freshman, <laughs> and it's a funny, it's a funny story. And it, to me, it was like I'm good. So it must have been it was halfway through the first week of training camp, '97 season, and I'm, I think I was walking onto the field for our afternoon practice. And afternoon practice at this point in time, first week was half pads. And I'm talking, I can't remember who I was talking to, dude, but I do remember who I was talking to. Hey, man, you see that freshman? I'm like, what? There's like, I think he plays center or he's old, he's old line or center. I'm like, okay. He's like, hey, he's fighting everybody. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's about that life. They're like, yeah, man, he's been choked out somebody and hit somebody else and da 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 da. I'm like, I was like, but he old line, right? I said, we good. I said, because I want old line. <laughs> I have to have old linemen that are dogs that are going to fight. I had Aaron Graham, I had Aaron Taylor and Chris Dishman and uh, Zadiska, you know, 
go down Ostergaard uh, or Ostag, you know, Oster, mm-hmm. ah, I'm, I'm destroying names right now. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Ostergaard. I don't want to butcher his Ostergaard. name either. Yeah. Ostergaard. And so yes. to my point is like, that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he, he was. He was like, I remember they put him on special. He, he had to go, you know, being a freshman, he had to do special team practice. Mm-hmm. And he was the long snapper. And I remember him snapping the ball. And whoever was on top of him, he bench pre pancaked him into the, the turf and then took off down the field and I think made the tackle. I was like, oh, <laughs> I said, this dog is a, he's a dog. That's a beast. That's a sinner. I was like, oh, we're going to have some good years next year. I'm like, man, I was, I, I was hyped. You saw your rushing yards already going up before <laughs> just oh, watching man. that. I was like, man, if that's going to be the next leader at the center, I was like, yeah, we, we about to make it happen in that next year too. 98. Yes, sir. Let's yeah. Do this. I was, and speaking like, of linemen, um, you know, you look at that room too. Another guy who uh, unfortunately just really didn't get too much news coverage because of the Dylan Rayola situation coming back right. up. Before it even before he flipped, just the rumors that they were back in talks with Nebraska. Uh, Xander uh, Ruggeroli, if I'm saying that last name wrong, uh, please correct me. But I believe it's Xander Ruggeroli. Uh, he takes a walk on six seven, all big offensive tackle, uh, coming from a great program, has good connections with the coaches there, and it makes sense that he takes that walk on role. So now you're looking at this offensive line group too Ooh, with right. Donovan Raiola, it feels like this O-line room is finally getting that depth behind it as well. You've seen some of the young receivers and Lloyd and Coleman. Now you got two young quarterbacks, which by the way, you know, Kalen, he was the elite 11 quarterback as well. So you have two mm-hmm. elite 11 quarterbacks from the 24 class. Um, this roster, it's just building up a ton of depth right now. And to get those high school recruits in there, yes, the transfer portal, can be great, uh, but it just feels much more better, organic, and safer when you can build it through these high school recruits. But mm-hmm. getting Dylan Rayola, how much does this move the needle for you on Mon Green on your expectations for next season? Do you see him uh, competing, possibly taking that starting role day one? Uh, or, you know, was that a situation with because you're going to have Kalen, Rayola, um, and Purdy in there? You know, you're going right. to have a decision. If he's good enough, you probably play him right away. If not, you're redshirt. But how much does this move the needle for you? Oh, it moves the needle, needle a lot because he brings in competition into that room. And now, as a coach, you look at that room and you say, okay, we just made it, we just got a pickup because this is free agency, basically. And now players got to say, okay, we got a one, welcome him in, right? Mm-hmm. He's just new, he, he is their new teammate. Got to welcome him in with open arms. And then, this is the tricky part. You got to learn how to compete against your brother, you know, and not take it to where, oh, man, he's going to come take my job. The job is still up for grabs. They, everybody ought to earn it. I mean, I already know how Coach uh, Coach Rule and his staff works. Just because we got a, we got a fantastic player and person in Dylan Raioli, he still has to prove himself. And everybody else in that room has to prove themselves. So it's still a competition mm-hmm. because the best – when you're around better players, they bring the best out of you. And so that's what I face coming in as a freshman as well. So, yeah, I was all American. I was all this, that. and I was all world, whatever. But other newspaper wanted to call me uh, across the country. I still had to come in and show that I was that player when I was at Omaha Central. You know, I couldn't just lay on my roy- you know, rest on my laurels. What was in the newspaper that I did a year before? No, I was the totem. I was the smallest guy. I was the lowest guy, not smallest guy. Lowest guy on the totem pole now. Mm-hmm. Not saying that Dylan's going to be there, but. He's in a spot where now he got to reprove himself because you got guys on defense and I'll be like, okay, we got this cat, you know, but out of respect, it's like, all right, 
you know, is he going to make, you know, they're going to ask, it's okay to ask the question as a, as a teammate, that's, as a player that's already on this Nebraska Rollers, all right, where and how is he going to make us better, you know? So they got to ask that question internally or maybe to him, you know, it, but it's part of the game that it's going to make this team better. It's going to make this room better and make everybody compete to be their best because that's how it was. It was for me coming in there, Lawrence, Clinton, Damon, Jay Sims, then you got Mac, you know, then you have the fullbacks, McAvicka, Schuster, who all competed to bring all the best out of themselves. And so whoever was the starter was the person who earned it through the hard work and dedication. And that's what Dylan, Purdy, all the other quarterbacks, Longville, are all gonna um have to do. They're gonna have to push themselves to earn it from Coach Rule and the rest of the team. And that's the beauty of this, because if any of those players, including Dylan, have done this at the high school level, then it's going to be interesting on how well this team is going to be because then you could tell Dylan obviously has the lineage, has the bloodline of leadership behind mm-hmm. him, you know, with his uncle being on the roster or the coaching roster and his dad being here too. And players like myself that I told him, just like any other player, I'm a, I got your back, you know, when you come here on campus. We're all family. So if you got time, you want to hang out, you want to talk, whatever, I'm here for you. So having that support system and having the players that's going to make each other better in that quarterback room. That's the part I'm looking forward to. And come day one, you know what, if it is Dylan, great. He earned it. He, he beat out, he did it the proper way. And if he's not, if it's, if, if it's Purdy, if it's, if it's a, uh, if it's yeah. Jack, you know, then they all, they earned it. You know, it's not no bad thing. Now it's just, man, we got inventory. We got a nice little shelf, a garage. We walk in this, in this room, we got three or four quarterbacks. We have one that we know that can play in trouble. He has to develop a little bit more. But also now we got this kid coming from the high school level, you know, that has proven himself at that level. But now he has to do it at the um, at the college level. Yeah. And it's going to be fascinating to watch. And I think, you know, it's kind of talking about that competition. I think that's where Kyle McCord, you know, went the other way, because I think once that Dylan Rayola news kind of broke, mm-hmm. you can understand his his thought process. He's like, OK, I got one more year. Uh, to kind of go get this done here. I don't want to be in a situation where after that right. first interception, I'm hearing the Dylan Rayola chance behind me in the crowd, which, you know, that's just going to happen. It doesn't matter where you play. That's not a Nebraska fans being bad. That's just the backup QBs, everyone's favorite, especially if it's a guy with the lineage uh, that Dylan has over here in Nebraska with his whole family. So it makes sense why he would split. Uh, but again, talk about the competition. It should be what I think an incredibly competitive quarterback room and that's what gets me excited i can't stress enough that you know daniel daniel Kalen, he made it it was the lead 11 quarterback as well those guys have been part of this nebraska recruiting process on the exact same timeline since scott frost first started talking to him so they've kind of been known each other i'm sure they've seen each other plenty uh through multiple visits through talking to nebraska they've probably talked to a lot of the similar coaches so these guys i'd imagine already got a pretty good feel for each other and who they are as people just being based off all the recruiting visits and then they're both guys very confident in their skills, uh, what they showed through all the quarterback camps. And now you're going to have real competition. Chubba Purdy seems like, you know, it's up to him to develop, to hit that next threshold to where, you know, mm-hmm. we feel really good about you and we're totally okay if we can redshirt, you know, Rayola or Kalen because we are that confident in you as a starter and winning games and moving this program in the right direction. But at the same time, you're looking at this defense that Nebraska is going to have coming back on this roster. I mean, that defense is going to be, if not better than last season, like they're going to be flying around. You're retaining a bunch of the same guys. Obviously, Um, you know, we talked about Bryce Benhart coming back, but Isaac Gifford was in that video as well. 
you'll have him back. You're, you're only losing a few to the NFL, uh, but you'll have Javen Wright. You know, he's a guy that only started one game for us, but statistically was one of our best defensive players. You're going to give a guy like Javen Wright more reps, more time. You only expect mm-hmm. his interception numbers to increase, tackles, all that great stuff. So you're feeling good. So you are going to be looking at this quarterback room where you're like, we think we have a defense that's ready to go and win a lot of games this year. So if it's Dylan Rael, like you're saying, or if it's Chubba Purdy, um, I just expect that to be a really fun competition in the offseason just based on there is going to be a defense that you know, or at least you feel pretty damn good about based on what Tony White showed in that first year in the 3-3-5. Uh, that you're going to be able to win some games here. If you can get that offense just clicking a little bit, and whichever quarterback it is, you feel pretty good about the other side of the ball. 100%. I mean, you got guys, you got Hutmath. What is it? Uh, Hutmacher. Robinson's coming back uh, as coming well. Back. Man. We got, uh, who else? Let me see here. On the defensive backside, you got... Uh, yeah, you Brown, got Brown's heading out. Buford will be back for us. Yeah, you got Tommy Hill, who had a couple interceptions. Mm-hmm. So you got guys... That on that defense, even at the linebacker level too, that did some things and, and that moved the needle on defense, like we mentioned. And so for the Big Ten, it's gonna be interesting, you know, a little worry. I won't say no worry yet, but once the games get part started and then whoever comes out of the the champion, the winner in the quarterback room, who in terms of the starter starter come August and September of this year, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because we know, like I mentioned, it's gonna be the best player out there. Um, at the quarterback position that then affects the gameplay of the defense and offense and excite brings the excitement to going out there, being on defense, knowing, you know, where the offense is efficient. Mm-hmm. We can move the ball, run the ball, pass the ball and have the options and variety to do that. And then defense. Now we just, well, if we do the same thing, we re- rinse and repeat where we shutting teams down teams that we know we should beat that we are beating. And then we're keeping our af- offenses at bay. Then, it's going to be a little head scratcher when you come into Lincoln Stadium, Memorial Stadium, when the play against a defense and an offense that's going to, like I said, 10% per, per, more production than last year, then we got an issue in other teams coming here and going on the road for us or for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. If you think, you know, just a small uptick in offensive production, we're easily bowling this year. We got a handful of games that you felt mm-hmm. like we could have won. And yeah, just talking about that veteran presence you're going to have, you know, I didn't even mention, but, you know, John Bullock coming back. He was a guy who was a single-digit guy for us this year, really was uh, one of our biggest stat leaders on the defensive side of the ball. He's coming back with that veteran leadership. So I wouldn't be surprised if this season, it it is, again, kind of leaning on that defense and developing whoever that quarterback's going to be. If they're good enough, you know, obviously if it's Dylan Rayola, if he's good enough to start, great. But think about what he could be in the future, along with, you know, Kalen as well. Um, And we've seen the injuries with quarterbacks here at Nebraska. So to have, like you said, that that pantry uh, full of really good quarterbacks right now, where at least what it seems to be, especially if Purdy can get some development. You know, that's the one thing that I really want for Chubba Purdy is go in there and compete this offseason, man. Like you can, you've shown it. You've always had those flashes. Uh, and then Harburg, we haven't really talked about him yet, but what he can decide to do now that we do have right. Kalen, now that we do have Royal and we got Purdy. Maybe that opens up some options for Harburg on what he can do uh, in a different position if he wants to get more reps on the field. Because I think he's a hell of an athlete. I mean, he's shown that he runs like a deer. He's not afraid of contact. 
anybody like that feels like they have a spot on the football field. I, you know, you can probably find a position uh, when they don't mind the contact and they can run as fast as he can. But nonetheless, yeah. plenty of things to talk about. Um, and we'll see if we can get that caller in for the Dom story on the next segment. So if you're still listening, try calling in during the break there. I'll pick you up and plug you through on the other side. But nonetheless, I'm on Green Show. You guys have been great streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Aldo Channel 951. We'll throw it to break and talk to you guys on the other side.